When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up and welcome back to the Lightweights Podcast. Today's guest, Magnus Farrell. Hello. <laughs> there was a very massively viral video of your dad DJing at your frat party. Yeah. <laughs> what was that about? Well, um, so I, I DJ for them. Um, me and my roommate, we both DJ. Um, and yeah, I was like, hey, dad, would you like to just come and uh, DJ for us? And he was like, yeah, sure. Was it for Parents Weekend? <laughs> it was, yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so funny. So it's like, it's also the craziest one of the year because they kind of let everybody in. Um, and so security's pretty loose. Um, and we have the second deck. And normally you're not allowed to go up for like registered parties. But since it's Parents Weekend, they open that up. And it was like, like packed, like shoulder to shoulder. Oh, wow. Yeah, so does he really know what fun. he's doing? Uh, sure. Let's just say yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Did he play your new song? No, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, you gotta he drop that. Of, yeah, I know, I know. But um, he played a bunch of like classics, yeah. just to kind of get. It was more for the parents to kind of get them crazy because if they're kind of crazy, then the kids go crazy just because they see like mom or dad like, yeah, let's go. You right. know? Um, yeah. Also, he had that big CO two gun. He was just like, oh, was it T-shirt cannon? No, it was like a smoke. Oh, yeah. I thought I saw a t-shirt cannon in the background. I thought he was shooting it out to the crowd. No, he was just like dousing everybody in CO2, basically. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is USC as wild as I imagine it? Um, depends on if you want it to be, it can be. Um, I I feel like there's a pretty good balance of, of like work and play. Um, I think that like you do a lot of work and then you can kind of go crazy on the weekend if you want to. Right. Um, But it's not like, I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's half people who really like to go out and and party and, and, you know, and then there's a half of people who like to stay in. So it's like, it just depends on what you want. What half are you in? How do you fill up your day? I I think I'm pretty balanced. (laughs) Um, I'd like to say I'm balanced. Um, Like during the week, especially now I've been like preparing for the show that's coming up. Actually, yeah, the 19th. So um, it's been a lot of like work. And then on the weekend, you, you know, you give yourself a night and have fun and relax and, you know, hang out with your friends and meet people. And um, 
So yeah, I think I'm pretty balanced. <laughs> I'd like to say I'm pretty balanced. Yeah. So you yeah. haven't you have your new show next week where yeah. you're releasing your new song, Drinks on Me. Yes. I mean I'm releasing it a little early so people can listen to it. Um <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of the whole thing. Just kinda um introducing myself a little bit to the world as an artist. So I listened to it and yeah. it's incredible. I appreciate it. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Is this your it's a little different from your other songs that you've released? Yeah. Is this a new style you're going for? Yeah, it's I just think that it's the song where I've kind of found my sound. Um, it's like definitely, um, it's just kind of more like I really vibe with it. Um, the songs before, you know, I love and, and, and they're in my heart, <laughs> you know, but I like when I was releasing them, I'm kind of like, oh, it's been so long. I'm, I kind of was a little bit sick of them when I was releasing them, but this one I'm still like super excited about and I can still listen to in the car and be like, yeah, I really like this. Yeah. You know? I was, so. I was so excited for you to come on here because mm -hmm. this is like a big moment for your musical career as you yeah, release. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like you're really pushing it on social media. I'm trying. I'm trying. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Is this it. your first time really pushing yourself out there like that as your own artist? Yeah, it's funny. It, back to like those older tracks, like I did push those, but it, it, I wasn't as excited about them. And I feel like I feel like this is the song where I'm like, oh, this is really worth like putting all my resources and all my time and really like pushing this song because I'm super excited about it. And I like, I really feel like it can do something. <laughs> I hope at least, you know, depending on how other people like it. <laughs> so we'll see. What, but, was the, um, what was the process like for you narrowing it down to this song versus others? It's a really good question. I... Because I, I initially, I was going to do this in, in June. I was thinking of June because it was a very, we thought it was like kind of a summer song. You know, it just didn't, it, it didn't come together in time because, um, you know, I, I'm traveling with my family over the summer. And so we needed to like, kind of had like a deadline. Um, but so then we just decided, hey, why don't we um, just move this and push this to the fall? And so it was the strongest song at the, that point in time. I only had that like along with um, the other ones I had already released. So we just decided to keep it and we're going to, I just, I don't know. I just think that it's a very, um, it's a statement song. And I think it's like a very much of like a kind of a boom, um, and a good song to like open up with. I'm also going to put out some more music along with it <laughs> in the next like coming weeks, months, um, which I actually arguably am more excited about. So in yeah. today's day and age, would you release an EP or do you release them all as singles? That's interesting. Um, you, what we're thinking of doing is releasing them like one by one and then at the end releasing them together as an EP because I feel like the people who don't know me yet are going to be more inclined just to listen to singles rather than a full EP, if that makes sense. Like if I have a random artist, I'm probably going to listen to the top song and then maybe, you know, if I really like it, I'll listen through. But like, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. you mentioned earlier too that you go on summer vacations with your family. Yeah, yeah. Do you do midsummer? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we tried when I was younger. We tried to because, um, like, my mom's Swedish and we have a place out there, so we always go every summer for like a month. Have you ever seen the um, movie? I've heard about it. I've heard it's crazy. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's like the scariest part is is like some of the like tradition stuff is like right. But obviously, there's no killing. Like, <laughs> that doesn't happen, <laughs> obviously. But, like, um, but yeah, we do have that big, like, tower thing that you'd, like, dance around. And it's, like, it's actually really sweet and really, like, wholesome. But, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool, too, because the, the sun doesn't go down. 
that whole day because we're so far up north. And, like, that's probably one of my favorite parts is that, like, at 11 p.m., it looks like it's 4 p.m. here. Is it's that insane. Tri- is that trippy where you... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're not tired? Yeah, I had um, some buddies out for the first time, and I remember I'm, like, sleeping. I'm sleeping, and I hear, like, these, like, springs, and it's, like, my trampoline, and it's 3 in the morning, and because it's so light out already, they were, like, jumping on the trampoline and, like, running around the backyard because they're like, why is it so... You know, why is it so light out? Oh, that's so, wild. I'm used to it, but other people who, you know, haven't seen it before aren't. So it's it's kind of funny. Yeah. For your <laughs> yeah. live for your live show, mm-hmm. do you are you rehearsing it now? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'm like thinking about it constantly. Who's in your band? Uh my roommate, um I have well, I mean his name's Gabe. Um he's Shout out Gabe. Shout out Gabe. <laughs> um he's like he's got perfect pitch, like he can play a bunch of different instruments, so he's just kind of a freak. Um yeah, and then we have Adam, who plays guitar, and then we have Drew, who's going to play drums, which is going to be really fun, and I'm really lucky. And are you doing piano? Me. I'm not, no. I want to, I kind of want to be free and, like, run around a little bit and be kind of stupid and <laughs> just have a good time. I don't know. Who do you look up to performer-wise? Performer-wise, I saw some Bruno Mars footage. I was going to say that. insane. Your he's music insane. resembles it. Oh, I appreciate that. That's a huge compliment. Thank you. Um... But yeah, no, nah, he's, he just looks so effortless and like, he's obviously like he dances, but it's not like too much to where it's like, it's just like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. This is easy. Like I can do this in my sleep. And I think that's sick. Um, I also, last year I went to see um, like Lil Nas X at the YouTube, when he played at YouTube, the, God, what's it called? The YouTube theater. Um, and he's also like really engaging and like his whole show was like, it's almost like a play. Like he has acts, like different acts. Um, and I just thought like the, the branding of it was super, super cool. And like, um, I wouldn't say I'm like necessarily in his fan base, but I was still super engaged, you know? Um, but yeah, so those are just like good ideas to just be yourself and have fun and just show everybody that you're having fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. So those are people I definitely look up to. You yeah. like going to a lot of live events. I've seen you at the Kings game like three times. <laughs> and I just asked if you were at the Dodger game the other night. <laughs> right. Yeah, I do. I do like my sports. I grew, I grew up playing like soccer and basketball and like a little bit of baseball too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like I love my Laker games. Yeah, I love my Kings games. Um, can get, the Lakers can get pretty, uh, part of my mental health though like with like last year their whole two and ten start it was like i was mad i mean what about <laughs> um, the dodgers now well now it's oh, just like two. i i mean i feel like it's the same story every year where they like great in the regular season and then some just got unlucky with all the pitchers like getting out anyway but yeah <laughs> so i do love my live events i do love my sports were stuff. you were you raised here in la i was yeah actually pretty close to here i love la it's great um i feel like you kind of get everything in one here. You can have suburban area. You can have the beach. You can have city, like whatever you want. So, how'd you spend your time growing up? Obviously, sports. A lot of sports. Um, my um, my mom played college soccer, and my dad actually played high school soccer. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but um, yeah. So soccer was huge when I was younger. Is that what inspired um, the movie Kicking and Screaming? Um, no, but funny enough, I actually he had to run off set. Because I've been born during that movie, so and he was very know. excited for you to watch it for the first time. 
Yeah. Did you ever watch it? I did, yeah. What'd you think? I, I was kind of young, so I was like, eh, whatever. Oh, it's just dad on there, so I didn't, you know, really notice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it was, it was pretty funny. Pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> pretty good. What other sports? Uh, basketball I played. I had to kind of quit in middle school, though, because they're the same season. Um, but actually now play more basketball than any other sport, just like as exercise, because I try to. <laughs> just, Kids don't play hockey here, do they? No, I mean, I know a few who do. Um, there's, like, that one rink in Van Nuys. Um, like, I only know that because my little brother wanted to play a little bit. But then, like, to learn how to skate, like, that's not, like, a natural thing here because there's no winter. But, like, if you were, like, on the East Coast, you know, you have winter. You go skate and whatever. And then in the spring, that's when you play the other sports. I don't yeah. Know. A but, lot of kids played hockey back on the East Coast. But I feel like no one plays it here. And you guys don't have school buses here either, right? School buses? Do they have school buses? Yeah, I think they have school buses. Really? I've been on a school bus. I feel like they have school buses. Oh, I never see them in the morning. That's why. <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't I know. I feel like parents do drop-offs all the time. I, I feel like that's probably more the case. Like, I was, I took the bus sometimes, but I was mainly, I feel like, dropped off when I couldn't drive. <laughs> yeah. What other L.A. staples did you go to here? Because um, I find L.A. so fascinating because I'm a transplant. I've been here for six years. So oh, when nice. I hear other people's like favorite restaurants, I get so excited. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, see, like my favorite restaurants. Um, well, there's one, you know, Chinatown, obviously. There are these really cool little shops. And there's this one restaurant that I don't know the name of because it's written like in, China, in, in Chinese. So I don't know what the name of the place is. But yeah, it's like there's no reservations. You sign your name up. You wait. They call your name, you sit down, it's like traditional, like, it's insane. And I, I'm i a fan of Asian food, obviously, so. Do you know Shibuya in Woodland Hills? No, I don't. It's same vibe. Oh, same vibe? Yeah, you, you just... write your name down, and then if you don't make the first seating, you have to wait like an hour and a half. Yeah, I think that's sick. I think that's awesome. It's such a um, cool thing. I don't know. It's just like... This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. It's the Joe Guarantee. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game. But guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available 
available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. Places like that, like little like hole in the wall. Like, I don't know. They're great. <laughs> do you know Apple Pan or Big Chill? Oh, Big Chill. I do know. I do know. Oh, um, my roommate's a big fan of Big Chill. Um, that's, I think it's in like, is it in Malibu, Big Chill? Westwood. Westwood. No, why did I think it was in Malibu? But yeah, anyway. Um, I have yet to have it. But. Did you tour other colleges? How'd you know to land on USC? I did. I, I only toured like five schools because I wanted to just, I just knew what I wanted to do. Did um, you not want to go far from home? I, you know, it's funny. I actually had USC at the bottom of my list when I started applying. Um, for that reason, I wanted to get out. Um, but as I started to narrow down, I kind of had an epiphany. I was like, well... I'm going to have to move all my stuff <laughs> and it's kind of going to be a pain in the butt to move all my stuff across the country. Like I was looking at, um, Berkeley school of music, uh, in Boston. Um, and I thought it was really cool. I just like, it's not really like a, like a college in terms of like, it doesn't have that university like feel to it. Um, it's like specifically strictly for music, which Did I have no problem with. It's just more like kind of wanted to be at a, like a university where I'd meet people of all, different walks of life um yeah so i ended up staying here because it was easy and i'm able to like trans like transport all my studio stuff and keep it at my like apartment dorm thing that i have um so yeah yeah and who's so, your roommate gabe gabe what yeah. role does he play with your band he's artist tree yeah no he's he's a producer he's a really talented producer um we met in high school and it was when we were in the jazz band um we played both play piano so we were like fighting against each other for the spot um who won and he did ah. he's just perfect pitch man he's crazy and he's also like just what does that, that mean talented. he could just hear notes so if i like flick this he could tell you that it's like an e flat or something and it's you're just absurd. born with that yeah yeah um you can also i think there's you can also learn it if you're really young like there's a lot of like um like there's some Asian languages that have like the tonal stuff, so they like learn it when they're younger, yeah. just by the language. Um, but yeah, he's yeah he's my producer. Um, we've been writing together since we were like like fifteen, like sixteen. Um, but yeah, like we were against each other in jazz band, and then one day we both were like, "Why are we like competing? Like this sucks. Like I wish we could just be in the same band together." And then we didn't really care anymore, and then we were just buds. So yeah. yeah. In a yeah. perfect world, where do you see your music going? Oh, I mean, the goal, like, my goal is, like, like, I went to Coachella um, three years ago, two years ago now. I'm trying to think. Yeah, anyway. Um, but when I was there, I was like, dang, I just want to be on the stage. I don't really want to be in the crowd. Like, I want to be up on the stage. I want to do the headlining stuff. Like, I want to do all of it, you know. And it's, like, a pretty lofty goal, but at the same time, it's, like, 
like what like what's the point if you don't have like this goal this dream this whatever so do you get nervous with all eyes on you sometimes yes and sometimes when it's a bigger crowd and a bigger moment i'm like oh this feels right like this just kind of feels like what i'm supposed to be doing um and i kind of just calm down a little bit i just feel like hope yeah i just get excited i don't know um but then sometimes I've had to like play for smaller rooms and I've almost been more nervous in some ways just because it's more intimate. Yeah, I've heard other people say that because in a small room you're making eye contact with people versus <laughs> right. the big room you see a yeah. sea of people and there's yeah. less connection. Right, yeah, like it's like a wall of just, you just don't see much because like the lights are on you, you maybe see a couple silhouettes, but like, I don't know. And this next show, is that your fourth show now? Um... God, I'm trying to think. I've done like way more things, like little showcases and stuff, but it's definitely like my like I want to say my most impactful one. Yeah. And it's open to the public. It is, yeah. You can RSVP in my bio. It's free for charitable. It's a for charitable cause, so it's good. How big <laughs> is the room? Do you know? Um, yeah, it's gonna be about like eleven hundred, twelve hundred people. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. It should be really fun. You're Hopefully, f- if people show up and it's not, like, empty. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, Do you have any special surprises for it? Uh- <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> wow. um, but, yeah. So, it just should be a fun night. Are you doing covers? Um, or all originals? I'm going to try and stick to a lot of originals. But, yeah, I'll throw some covers in because, you know, people are going to know some of my originals and people will know the covers for sure what covers would you select i really like creep by radiohead um i don't know i've just i did it once at a show and i'm like kind of in love with it i know it can be kind of cliche in some ways but i don't know the bridge like you know when you go high up it's like i don't know it's not a lot of songs like that it's a pretty unique song so do you have vocal lessons i do yeah i've been taking vocal lessons since my freshman year of high school, yeah. Are your parents supportive of you pursuing the musical road? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's a pretty, like, hot and cold route, you know? Um, like, my dad, I remember my dad always told me, like, with his dad, that it was, like, pretty on or off. Like, he'd be at playing piano at, like, an Italian restaurant for six months, and then he'd come home and be like, well, I got dropped, and my dad as a kid would be like, why? Don't they love you? He's like, yeah, they do. They're just kind of moving on. So it was a lot of, like, small gigs and what you can get, like, kind of living hand-to-mouth a little bit, um, which is, like, that can be the music business, and that's, like, the risk. But I don't know. As long as I'm able to do it and just make a living off of it eventually, um, I guess that's kind of the goal. And I, they just want me to be happy. And so I'm lucky to have supportive parents in that way. With yeah. this with this last song, Drinks On Me, mm-hmm. what was the studio process like that you recorded it in? It's really funny, actually. So <laughs> we recorded it. We have, so at USC, they have these dorm apartments. Oh, I love this story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like basically, it's basically, it's um, it's like dorms. It's like the same thing, but instead of dorm rooms, it's like apartments. Um and we recorded it there. We recorded, we started making this weird like beat and it was also, we also did it right before we went to a Laker game. <laughs> so we started half of it before and then finished it after. <laughs> but I don't know, it was just like, it was just like a bizarre, we wanted to make something sound weird a little bit, sound like, have its own like real identity. 
um, that was just like it was just weird. And like we started with like some mouth, like we literally like sampled my mouth going like ah, and like tick, and like all that stuff. And I literally took my like I took a glass and like started like hitting it with a knife and like all this weird just ambience and 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 like effects that we just wanted to make it sound like like ear catching a little bit. Um, I don't know. So that's that was kind of the process, and and we we were like let's write about college like well, let's write about what we're doing and and let's just write about like parties and you know uh drinking and whatever and you know so we just kind of did that <laughs> basically so it's just the two of you recording writing yep mixing master yep. that's crazy actually the master the master is by um this guy philly do you send it out we did send the master but gabe did mix it so right what is your usc dorm look like yeah so it's do like you have the college art where it's like <laughs> I just picture Spencer's posters. Right. So it's like basically I mean, it's pretty bare to be honest, but it's like basically how that works is like we still share a room. We have our, like our lofted beds and everything. Um but we share a room and then we have our own bathroom, shower and like uh kitchen, like little living space connected to it. Um but yeah, in terms of like how we decorate it, just a lot of like guitars and <laughs> music stuff. We have some speakers and I don't know. It's pretty bare <laughs> to be honest. It's definitely um, the music vibe. Yeah, but not like not like the cool like like the cool rugs and like cool like posters. Like not that vibe. Like like kind of like concerning, just bare music vibe. Like. Oh, typical <laughs> college guy. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. spend a lot of time on campus? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do. I have classes and stuff, obviously, that I have to go to. Um, um, in terms of like me just spending time, I feel like I could do more of that. Um, I, like I don't like I don't like go walk around just to go around like go walk around like I like we do that on our freshman year because it was so cool to be at school but now it's like less of that but I feel like I could do that more like um, we went to like just tape up flyers with my QR code to go RSVP we had like fifty of them and we were like kind of walking this is me and my roommate me me and Gabe um, but we were just like walking like man we feel like we could do this more this is kind of nice and it was like at night it was like pretty chilly. Um, but, um, yeah, so that's like the real DIY artist. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was definitely fun <laughs> just to put them up around campus. A lot of them obviously got taken down. So we now know where to not put them, but <laughs> would you ever yeah. go by just Magnus? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a couple Magnuses in the world. Like there's that chess player. Um, I saw that. I saw that documentary. He's really crazy. I'm trying to think. I think there's a couple like strong men who are named Magnus too, like the big dudes who like lift the big, you know, like, lift the trucks and whatever. Um, that's I don't what know. your dad wanted originally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's why he named me. He was like, "Yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna be the next strong man." <laughs> strong man. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Magnus Farrell is such a like contrast name, like because the Farrell part is like pretty Irish and like. I don't know. The ma- I don't know. I just don't think anybody has my name really. Yeah. So I don't know. I just keep it. <laughs> Growing up, you're one of three boys. Mm-hmm. You're the oldest. Mm-hmm. Is do you think that impacted you following the path of music? I don't. I think what impacted me 
the thing that made me want to do music was I remember specifically, um, it was actually during COVID. I had like a little mic. I had like a little interface. I, my mom had gotten me like logic for my birthday and I had it on my computer and I just remember I woke up and I started making a song. It wasn't, I don't think it was very good, but, um, I just remember looking at the clock and it was like 10 a.m. And then I remember looking at the clock after it felt like I'd worked for an hour and it was like 8 p.m. And I didn't notice that time had gone by. So I was like, oh, okay, I think I really like this. <laughs> Back to my brothers, um, they played piano too. I don't know if they like contributed to like me wanting to do music, but um, they definitely, I don't know, they definitely contributed to other things. <laughs> um yeah, it was just, it was just really fun and kind of hectic growing up with three boys. <laughs> hectic in what way? Like we just like activities left and right. Yeah, we like we used to play this game called like so my middle brother is like he's huge for his age. Like like can grow a full beard. Like I I can't really grow a full beard. He grows a full beard. He's 16 and he's like 6 7. Yeah, like 200 it's ridiculous it's really unfair so i'd have this like brute of a like a six-year-old like a like hundred pounds as a six-year-old and like we'd just be like fighting and like making up these weird games like we had this we had this soccer game where um which they all played sports too very sporty um it was called sexy tim <laughs> it was like i think it was after tim howard because one person was the goalkeeper and it was a pretty standard game, but, like, if you scored, if the person scored, then you get to be the goalkeeper. It was, like, pretty simple, but we had these weird names for it, and, like, we play these weird games all the time. Um, actually, to be honest, I think the cre creativity of that probably helped with, like, songwriting in some way, just to, like, think outside the box like that and, and like, be weird and be fun and be kind of dumb and you know i don't know so i'm very grateful for that but yeah <laughs> yeah so you basically you had the freedom to pursue music with that the logic the interface yeah exactly yeah and also like i had i, I was friends at gabe with gabe at the time so i had him on my phone constantly sending him stuff and he was sending me stuff and we were just bouncing ideas off of each other and i had like someone like a partner almost to like grow with um and to like push me and like every time he sent me something that I thought was cool. It inspired me to go, okay, I'm going to go work on something. I'm going to go make something. I want to go make something that's as cool as that. I want to set the bar higher for him to then set the bar higher for me. So just that type of dynamic, which, you know, I'm really lucky to have. And I don't think a lot of people get the opportunity to have that. That's um, so cool. But yeah. You guys met in high school? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, middle school, but we weren't really friends till high school. Yeah. Who is the craziest person that came over for family dinner? <laughs> oh yeah so i have a <laughs> it's kind of a bizarre story it wasn't really like family dinner it was more like a i don't know we had this like we we're doing this like christmas thing where we have like close friends and family and um uh john c Riley was there um and at one point it was like pretty normal and then he <laughs> just like just one point he started singing opera he just performed an opera song and it was just like the most it was the most amazing thing like it was bizarre but then you're like wait this is so funny um so yeah that's like i think that's my story 
Were you allowed to watch movies like Step Brothers growing up? Not till I was older. Like, there's still some movies that I haven't seen yet, just because I haven't seen them. <laughs> like, I haven't, I haven't seen Blades of Glory, which I think is kind of a crime. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Step Brothers, I, I think, is my favorite one out of um, his movies. I just think it's funny. Um, yeah. I don't Did know. you see the other guys? Um, I saw like a little bit, like half of it. Yeah. I haven't seen all of it, but. I know, I know, I know. It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. I need to, like, catch up. But Was there a moment specifically that made you want to pursue music? Yeah, actually. I actually hated piano when I was little. I hated so did it. I. So to hear hated that you it. were enrolled as a kid and you loved it mm-hmm. or pursued it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it, there was, like, definitely, there was a transition point when I was um, thir- 13, 13, yeah, 13 or 14. Um, I still, I hated it up to that point because... It was a lot of like you gotta learn your scales like memorizing stuff and like a lot of like just like um boring like busy work type of things if that makes sense um but my mom always had this rule like hey like when you're 18 you can quit um and by the time i was 18 i actually loved it so anyway back to the point of the story um when i was like 14 13 14 that's when i started to learn jazz um i got like a jazz teacher who really um, his name is Sam Hirsch. He's like really, he's awesome. I love him. And like, I appreciate all the tools that he's given me that I now use frequently to make music. Um, but yeah, like I started learning jazz stuff. Um, and at first it was really hard and like really frustrating, but you know, the more I practiced, there was like a certain point where it just kind of clicked and I was kind of able to play like what I was hearing in my head. Like, not, like, perfect pitch, but, like, I had ideas, I had melodies, I had all this stuff that had seemingly come out of nowhere, but it was all through just, like, drilling over the years. Um, but, yeah, at that moment, I was like, wow, this is really cool. I can just kind of keep, if I keep working at it, it'll get better and better and better. Um, so that was definitely, I think that was the moment where I was like, okay, this is possible that I do music. I didn't know what, but I knew that I really liked it, at least. If you didn't have that music, what other path do you think you would have taken? I still like, I'm still interested in the acting thing. Um, it's not like at the forefront of my priorities right now. Do you go to classes? I do, yeah. I'm in an acting class, actually. Um, but if I was able to weave that in, I would want to do like like what Childish Gambino does, how he's doing music and you know acting. Like That would probably be ultimate goal <laughs> um what style yeah. of acting um i did a lot of like i also did a lot of like musical theater in high school so that helped a lot with developing both things um yeah i don't know like i guess tv and just like film stuff um drama yeah comedy, comedy. it doesn't even matter yeah anything honestly um yeah i i don't think i'm there yet with necessarily narrowing down to what you know, I would prefer to do, but I think I'm pretty open to anything, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still doing sports now? Um, I played like a little bit of intramural, like soccer, um, and a little bit of like intramural basketball. That's just signing um, up at school, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, I just try and get my exercise in, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's hard when you're like in a sport, you don't even think about it and you're like exercising like two to three times a week and like pretty intensely too. Um, yeah. So just trying to keep up with it but you seem like you have your hands full um like in the last couple weeks a little bit yeah (laughs) but normally i'm i have a pretty good amount of free time 
but like when I'm busy, like it's fun. I don't, I don't mind it. It's not, it doesn't feel like work necessarily. It's just like I enjoy it, you know. I don't know. So yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Do you think you're gonna finish out school? That's a good question. Um, I think like the only reason why I would leave school is if I had a reason and if I was like financially I guess like just completely independent and solely because of music if that makes sense like and if school was like it just was getting in the way of uh like furthering my music career then I would probably choose to leave school but I don't you know it'd have to get to a really strong point for me to leave school but that's also like a driving factor like you know me and Gabe we both look at each other like let's let's find a reason like let's do the reason let's make the reason to like not have to go to school you know um obviously that you know I'm lucky to be in school and have that opportunity but um yeah so I don't know I don't think like a like a like a songwriting degree is instantly gonna get me to sign a record deal and then put me on tour you know that doesn't really make sense um but yeah I think it's beneficial for a lot of people and I think there's still a lot of things that I can learn right now um but yeah so we'll just see yeah. <laughs> that you, makes sense do you think you're gonna leverage social media to try and push your music yeah I think you kind of have to nowadays um I think like TikTok and Instagram reels and and every you know, social media platform, like, that's the way to, like, boost your music. Um, it just takes one viral video, like, one video to, like, boost the song. And then, you know, you put another one out, then bang, you have, like, a millions of views on it. And then people know what your song is and, and, you know, you get more attention. So Did you consume TikTok and YouTube? Um, I try not to. I try not to because... <laughs> It's like, I feel like it's pretty unproductive, but it's so hard when you're like having to post to not like, it's so addicting to just like bang, you're on this. Oh, I'm just gonna swipe up. Oh, 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 five minutes. You're like, wow, I've got lost in like a whole tunnel of videos. I don't know. So. I mean, your, your new TikTok that you just posted <laughs> where you, you dressed up in the costumes was really good. It was Thank edited you. really well. I mean, iMovie's king. So. Oh, you do it? <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. I just try to be weird. I just kind of be authentic to myself. Who's so. in your inner circle that you show your music to for feedback? Like I share my music. Like I'll share my music with Gabe. I'll share my music with, you know, my buddies who are doing music. Um, but it's hard because sometimes you get like a music, you get a music person's feedback. You know what I mean? Which may not reflect like what if I showed my music to you. If I showed my music to a random person on the street, it may not reflect accurately what the general public would think of your music, if that makes sense. If I'm meeting a random person, like, or hanging out with random people, and it comes up, I'm not like, hey, look at my music as soon as I can. But, like, if it comes up in conversation and they ask about it, I actually really appreciate the, um, just the hard, like, authentic feedback you get from a random person, you know? Yeah, because when I asked you to come on, I hadn't heard your new song. And then right. I, I remembered, I'm like, I should probably listen to it before you come on. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. thank God it's really good. Because otherwise the conversation would have been confusing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, like I had this point where I was just going, I would just swipe right on Tinder and then go on dates and then just have them review the song and then I would leave basically. Yeah. No, no, I'm, <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> 
with your dad being successful yeah. in media, would mm-hmm. you ever ask for his opinion? And do you ever view it as, dad, don't tell me what to do type of thing? <laughs> um, he's always really, like, I mean, I, I will send him songs just to keep him updated because, you know, he's my dad and, you know. Um, but mainly he'll, like, compliment it and he'll always be super positive about it. So it, it's, like, definitely, like, a nice boost <laughs> to my self-esteem. But it's not, um, I wouldn't say it's, like, the most, like, accurate constructive feedback does he give it he's not like he doesn't he doesn't he's not but doesn't have a music background necessarily so he gives it to you more like the fatherly response like awesome this is great like this is so cool and and then he'll respond and like oh i really like how this sounds so like a little bit i feel like a little bit more specific than like if you ask the random person um but yeah i don't know so there's a lot of kids who get embarrassed by their parents (laughs) (laughs) would you ever get embarrassed by anything um yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely, like, there was one time, this was during quarantine, and we were all kind of going crazy, um, but on Easter, I, my mom, like, woke woke me up, and she was like, yeah, come outside, you, you gotta show you something, I'm like, okay, whatever, and, like, you know, the whole thing where there's, you gotta go find the eggs, da 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 and I look outside, and there's just this, like, guy in this, like, weird Easter bunny costume, and he's just like kind of like trotting around like kind of bizarre and he's making this weird face and he's like starts singing like this Easter Bunny song and it's him like dressed up in this like weird Easter Bunny costume like running around like saying I'm the Easter Bunny I'm like just bizarre and like he comes and like comes and tickles tickles us and then runs away and then he's like you gotta go find your eggs and he's talking in a weird voice I don't know so yes yeah (laughs) just like stuff like that Um, I don't know he just has He's someone who has no sh- no shame, no shame. Like, 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 it feels like social anxiety is like afraid of him. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I really admire that. To be honest, yeah. He'd also do this thing where like we'd be in the pool, and he'd be like, "I think I see a white whale sighting," and he'd do a dive. And you just see his butt. Yes, <laughs> I did that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so that that just that type of, I don't know, that type of stuff. I guess. Would um, you ever get dragged to events that you didn't want to go to at all? Um, because I saw a clip too. You guys were at the Emmys and he was doing a speech, <laughs> and he's like, just he was wearing just regular clothes. We were in a soccer gear. Yeah, he's like, I just found out we were coming tonight. We just left the soccer game. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that happened. Um, we did leave the soccer game, and he was like, "Hey, will you guys come do this?" It was never like, it was never like, like I never felt obligated to do it. But it, we just thought, "Oh, it'd be fun. Whatever. Okay, we'll just go with him. Ooh, this is cool." Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just they gave me an iPad to like pretend to play on, so that's what I was doing. I was just like tapping on it. Well, is there anything else on your song coming up? Mm-hmm. Um. Because obviously you want to do more songs, but yeah. do you have an idea of when you're going to be releasing this? Yeah, so I have like, I have a lot of songs I've written that, like, I mean, either they won't ever get released or touched, but I have a lot of songs that I really am excited about. Um, what does that look like for you? Do you just have them saved as project files? Yeah, I mean, when you're con- like when we, when me and Gabe will have enough sessions, you kind of build up um, a long list of songs, um, so that you just, you just kind of have like, cause each session you normally finish a song or at least a demo of it. 
So it's not finished, finished, but like it's, you have the idea and you kind of have the completed thing. Um, and so, yeah, you build like a whole library basically. And then like maybe every 10 songs, you maybe choose one of those, one of those songs to use because I don't know, it's the best out of the bunch. Um, but yeah, so I'm planning on putting out a couple more just before like the holidays at least because that's when everything kind of dies yeah um yeah so i'm super excited about those <laughs> does the songwriting look like for you where you write it on your notepad do you write it on physical pen and paper where do your ideas normally land um i actually i am a pen and paper kind of guy i don't know i just there's something really satisfying about writing stuff down um i mean sometimes we'll do a shared note um like on your phone um, but yeah, I, if I can, I do like to write down on like in a little journal or a little book. Like I have like a book. I don't know where it is because it's. I think I've used it all, <laughs> but it's somewhere I have, it and it's like full of just like random crap, like random crap, and it's just like written and whatever. So, yeah. Where do you pull the ex- the inspiration from? Is it through experiences throughout the day? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's normally just it's all like emotions and stuff you're feeling and 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 just stuff that's happening in your life and and um you can create you can find a lot of cool concepts to write about with stuff happening in in our lives and that's usually like a lot of the times that's what you start with like yo you literally almost have a therapy session like yo what's going on in your life like what's been happening like what's your relationships like and a lot of the times you write the song about a relationship um or you know, in the case of Drinks on Me, like, we're like, hey, why don't we just write, like, a cool song about, like, our experience in college? I don't know. So it's just, like, yeah, it's a lot. It's it's a lot of different things that you can pull from. Is your frat going to be bumping your new song at parties? I mean, I hope so. I don't know if it's necessarily the type of song to play. <laughs> you don't think so? I mean, maybe, maybe. You know, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm selling myself short a little bit. I think you are. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it, we'll see how it, um, how the crowd likes it. We'll just have to just at the I eyeball it while we're playing it but um yeah I don't know is the party life at USC do you guys normally do you hang out at the frat house I'm like I'm not like a super fratty guy I feel like um and like that's no no disrespect to people who are like you know um but I don't know I just really like to DJ and me and my room we just really like to DJ and we think it's really fun do you ever get noise um, complaints no, because what you do is you register. You register the party with, like, um, I don't know how it works, but it's, like, the so there's, like, the USC, like, frats, right? And then there's, like, the national, like, there's the same, you know, there's the same frats at different schools. There's, like, the national, like, I don't know, the national, like, frat, like, stuff. And you register all your parties with them. And if you do, then you're allowed to, like, have a party for a certain amount of time without any, you don't, won't get noise complaints oh that's so wild also like since we're in south central i feel like shutting down a college party is probably the least of the police's concerns um so yeah so normally no <laughs> yeah i never realized where usc campus actually was yeah no it's right in the thick of thick of it for yeah. sure um gotta be careful but <laughs> yeah yeah do you ever attend any usc activities there um like, what do you mean? Like, just, like, USC, like, held stuff? Yeah, so, because I know you're doing the music program there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do they have any, 
like to bring the school together community type stuff yeah they have like like what they do in the pop major they have like these showcases um a couple i don't know how many times a semester but at least a couple times a semester where they actually have these sound stages and like also they have this little bar for like the first year program to do their show or it rotates but whatever it's an open show that you can go and see like um kids who do like pop stuff which is really cool because there's so many talented people in that program um like i went and they had to do because how it works i know that they have to like learn songs like pop songs all the way from like the 60s and as you keep going through the major you go through time so like by the end of your major you're learning like more pop songs closer to you know our era of like the 2000s and stuff um but yeah, so you get to see live music and people's interpretations of songs that you probably know. So it's really cool. Um, and yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of that, that music stuff that I'll, I tend to go to or at least check out. So yeah. Do you know any notable people who have graduated from USC in the um, music program? From the music program? I know. Um, there's this, you know, this artist, you know, Remy Wolf, have you heard that name? Yeah. Yeah, she was at, I think she was at Thornton. Um, my jazz piano teacher actually went to USC, and he learned under another jazz pianist. I'm getting all jazzy, but uh, his name is Alan Pasqua. He was at um, he's a, I think he's a professor still at USC, but um, yeah. So he learned under Alan, and then I learned from him, and then Alan is actually Gabe's piano teacher. So there's a whole ring of of piano teachers, basically. That's wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I know, um, do you know Louis the Child? Yeah. I think, I think he went to USC. I believe he went to USC, but I may be completely wrong. Yeah, USC is very prestigious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be a little, it can be a little snobby sometimes too. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it is very, I guess, very prestigious. (laughs) Damn, cool. Well, your show, October 19th, Mm -hmm. open to the public. Yep. Go on your Instagram, sign up. But you do have to RSVP. It's not like walk in, you got to get a ticket. Okay, you have to be approved. (laughs) Go but it's pre- free. It's free. It's free. It's still free. Go pre-save. Drinks on me. It's going to be out October 15th. It's going to be linked down below. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. Well, Magnus, thanks so much yeah. for coming by. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Everybody goes to save the song. And yeah. Lightweights. Out. There, there's a camera. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That was great. Thanks. Thank you so much. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.